What's going on, guys? And welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. You've stepped into the motherfucking Fight Club. You're joined with Paul Pick'em Winnem Concha, and I'm joined with. What's going on, boys? It's PT Prime Time. You already know what it is, man. Let's get into this boxing. Yes, sir. You know me. I got my shots, boy. I had a very unsuccessful week of betting, as you can tell. I got the cheap finger on me right what now. I forgot the bet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, fuck, boxing. I did great. So let's just jump into that. We had uh the to start off the main, not start off the main card, but the first card, we're, the first fight we're gonna talk about. Blair Cobbs getting the win over Maurice Hooker, another one forty seven er. Maurice Hooker was the favorite here. He was coming off a loss to Virgil Ortiz, so people thought this was gonna be him getting right with a decent prospect, not nothing too crazy. And Blair Cobb's got the name his decision, so he kind of shut that door. Hey, man, Blair Cobb's, bro, you got to respect, dude, because if I'm not mistaken, damn, the C4 washed it down. Yeah, man, we're on fucking different <laughs> time today. But, nah, Blair Cobb, bro, you got to respect, dude, because I feel like, man, he, I'm, if I'm not wrong, I'm pretty sure he joined the sport late. So I'm, I think he's just a natural athlete and – Dude's coming up the grind, like man. He's trying to put a name for him. He he realized like you got to put on a show. It's not just what goes on in the ring. Like you know, you got to be that showman shit out, outside the, the ring. Flair. Yeah, yeah, man. Like he he brings that WWE type vibe, and then he be coming out to like wrestling songs and shit, bro. And like he's just a funny cat, bro. Like for real, but he's straight, man. He did his work, is and I mean. He he not what was he got like a knockdown in the first round? Yeah, he did knock that old ass boy down. And like it sucks for Marie Sugar because he was supposed to be or like he was solid back in the day, but he just took I forgot what was his first L, bro. I know he he lost to Virgil Ortiz. That was a bad yeah. round. And this knockout. is his third loss here. So like this, yeah, is, you so know, like, that third loss is fucking the, the put the knife in him, boy. It's done. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him, but hey, man, I'm gonna throw this out there before we get to the one of the next fights. Blair Cos could be on the radar for Virgil Ortiz, a hundred percent, both on Golden Boy. But I also think I like Blair Cos too because he's fun. He beat Brad Solomon, another fucking UK fighter that just gets shipped over first package, and uh. But then he did lose to Alexis Rocha, but I actually kind of like Alexis Rocha. Like, for 147, I don't think he's going to be a Wasn't that player. Was that the fight before where it was, like, potential fight? Like, they were just going back and forth. Back and, and like, forth. Yeah, just throwing them things. He ended up getting knocked out. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, definitely. He, he, and he was trying to – he sold that fight, too, so. Yeah, yeah and, I mean, Alexis Rocha has no pushover at 147. That's a fight I would like to see Ortiz take on next, especially since they're both golden boy. Definitely. But then he ends up beating Maurice Hooker, and he gets his first unanimous decision. So this isn't even just a straight up knockout. He was just working that boy. Got the knockdown early, and it's kind that of I would goofy. say is pretty. I feel like that's kind of a little disappointing. I mean, because I feel like he had Hooker on the, you know, he had him on that line. Yeah, but early he kind of start he starts slipping in those middle rounds and kind of was fighting more like off his back foot, but. Still got the W, and that's all it really matters. Yeah, right. And then we jumping into the women's over here. We had the WBC, WBA female flyweight titles on the line. I'm going to be a little biased, so I'm going to say big, 
fat ass Marlon Esparza. Damn. Got her fat double. Bitch. <laughs> got her dub over Eva Gu- Guzman. I mean, she was like a minus fifteen hundred favorite. Everyone knew Esparza was gonna win. Esparza, I mean, her last fight, she took the belt from I can't remember old girl's name, but the Japanese fighter that was like forty seven with a belt. Guzman ain't much younger, like forty with a belt. So she's kind of just knocking off these old heads to get her stuff right now. I just want to see her fight someone in their prime, and then like until then, I'm not on the Esparza train. She always comes in a little like. She built like Fiona from Shrek. Like I, like she got we on her ass. Yeah, she got power. She can hit, but like technically, like it's not all the way there. Like when a forty-something-year-old boxer, um, Japan Japanese boxer, that her last fight was in there exchanging with her the whole fight and not really afraid. Like it just shows me your power can only take you so far if you can't get her out of the ring. So and once you fight these other fifteen and oh, twenty 20-something-year-old fighters, if you're really trying to go undisputed. And I, I don't, I'm not too sold on her, but she did get the Namus decision. Once again, couldn't get the old fighter out of the ring. Just little things that like, I don't, doesn't show me that she's that, that girl. Definitely got to show more. I mean, hey, she got the dub. She got the dub, had the co-main event spot. She's grinding. Maybe she'll get a main event spot next. We'll see. But for our main eventers here, the real fight, Virgil Ortiz Jr. versus Mikey McKinson. We both, we all called, I think we all called KO. We didn't give out rounds, but if you listen to me on my Twitter page, I said eighth to ninth round KO, ninth round KO corner stoppage from the body shot. Virgil Ortiz looked pretty fucking good. The the head movement was there early. He was the aggressor, attacked. The lefty, crafty southpaw shit didn't work the whole like at all. Like in Virgil Ortiz, like if you were to tell me he didn't lay off for a year, I would believe you. Like in like the fighter I saw didn't seem like he was away from fighting for over a year with health issues. Facts, bro. Hey man, Virgil, he he did what he had to do, man. He looked good in his performance. I feel like he checked all the boxes that he needed to check. And Especially like the like considering like the southpaw thing like yeah it didn't really work but like that's what a lot of people was wondering if he could handle because all the top dogs in the welterweight besides Keith they're all gonna be coming southpaw besides Crawford mm-hmm. when he can switch it up and Boots but you know southpaw shit and I mean I saw I mean Virgil looked good going against that southpaw didn't really work um he showed that he could cut off the ring which was pretty good. And, you know, you, that's good to see because he's usually in, coming with them powerful shots. But he wasn't my question like, is, he my question like is man, is he – you think he's ready for any of these top dogs? How top are we talking? We talking top three or top, top four? The top three boys. Top, you three, know. top three boots, Crawford and Spence. I don't think so. I have to see one more. I have to see him fight somebody that, like, I legitimately could look at like a good opponent. What and we- the thing is, like, one thing I will say, because, like, people want to try to talk about boots. I mean, it's hard to talk down on boots because boots, you could tell that talent is there, man. He looked like a baby Roy Jones or some shit, but built different too. Athletic yeah. freak of nature with the skill set. Nah, definitely, man. And but he used broke, his jab a lot more in his last fight, showing that he's not just a power hitter. Like he showed and like when, if, if you follow him on Twitter, boots on Twitter, bro, like he's talking about he get 
12 rounds of straight defense. He goes 10 rounds, four different fights. Like, he just be oh, on some And, like, he coming out of Philly, bro, and you go on YouTube and check out the gym he's training out with his pops and his shit and, like, his brothers and shit. Them boys on some different level. Them boys grind for he real. Trains with, he's from uh, – does he train with Fulton? Yeah, no, yeah. They, they be plugged in, too, Fulton? like – I, I be seeing like uh, Boots' dad like be uh, helping working with Fulton and shit. And, See, hell yeah, they respect like Fulton a little bit more because I be hearing like the legendary camps saying that he outruns everybody and all that shit. So like if Boots is in those same camps, I give me Fulton a little bit more respect. But I think Virgil Ortiz versus Boots. We st- when we made our picks, I was like, man, what the fuck you keep talking about? Let's make that fight right now. Let's stop all this way and shit. But now I agree with you, bro. I don't want to see Virgil versus Boots right now. I want to see Virgil versus like a. It's like how how I look at it. It's too early. It's I have to think it's a little too early right now to get. How I look at it because right now technically they're both of them boys. They're they're chasing Crawford Spence, but how I see it, Crawford Spence they're gonna be tangled up with each other for at least two fights. I doubt they're gonna fight once. And if anything, the rematch could be at 54, but at least two, maybe three. Yeah. And even then they might move up though. Both of them might move up to 54. Even though Crawford, I, I feel like Crawford would still move up and go to 54. But either way, Boots and Ortiz, bro, like them boys, they're chasing them boys, but at the same time, they might never even catch them. They might end up having to just run the welterweight division, them two, top dogs. So they're both young. They could meet. Prime, prime versus prime, champion versus champion at 27, 28 years old. Like, that shit is going to be cooking up, bro. And, like, I feel like if you if you just let it cook up, let, like, give Boots, right. like, Keith Thurman. Oh, my. If you give Boots, Keith Thurman, and give. Keith Thurman, and give my boy Ortiz Ugas. Oh. Let's, that right there. I was going to say Alexis Rocha. I was going to say Blair Cobbs. Fuck all that. I want to say Alexis. <laughs> Ugas and Keith Thurman, the two fucking gatekeepers holding down the East. Literally, the two gatekeepers gives them, but I would want to throw Sean Porter in there, my dog, but he's retired now. But because connor has been busy doing fucking middleweight catch weights, fucking the money fights that we. Oh yeah, Connor Ben's out of that. That would have been interesting to see Connor Ben and uh, Ortiz. And then the only other fight that makes me really interested now is I would like to see him – I mean, I was interested in it before, don't get me wrong, but um, what's old boy's name? Stun Honest. Um, oh. Like, he's going to be fighting for the regular title. Uh, yeah. And oh, if he's exactly. fighting for the regular title, I mean, I don't think Ortiz gets the turnaround quick enough for the November fight. But I think Boots is – I mean, Boots should be in that combo for that, that uh, regular title. And maybe if they don't get Stan Honest because they're trying to protect all these undefeated fighters, get them. Oh, Stan Young. Yeah, you know. I, I know who the fuck you're talking about. And if it's not them, give me like a, a David Avin Isian or whatever. Like a, both the good fight, really. But I really want the Ugas Ortiz fight. I think that's the fight that needs to be made. Or Ugas was on Twitter talking about where do y'all rank me because apparently no one respects my name. Stuff like that, like he was saying shit that sounds hey, like that he wants to get true, back though, in. Uga Uga does deserve a lot of respect because he put on great fights. But I mean, he knocked that boy Spence mouthpiece out. Hey, he did rock his dumb ass, but he put on a good little fight. He got he what he broke his he broke what was it his jaw or some shit. He did yeah. some shit. With, 
or his nose. I don't he know. broke I something remember. that like like fucking the orbital bone. I don't know. He yeah, broke one it, of those it fucked his mental up. He wasn't in the fight. He knew and he knew he was out of it. He was just trying to survive and not look goofy. But he put on a good fight. But Ugas is a dude. Keith Thurman, I want to keep seeing because he before he gets too old, I want to see Keith Thurman come back at it maybe one more Ooh. time. Yeah, one man. Like, I want to see that thing. one more run. See one time put on for Florida. Comes down from Clearwater, fucking St. Pete area. So right like, the street. I fuck with that shit, bro. I want to see him. He used to be the arguably the best welterweight not that long ago. Just a couple. Of Boy was back- knocking them boys off. Whoever bro, he he, thought he couldn't. Like, y'all thought he was old and for certain fighters. Barry, get the fuck out of here. He was a man. Keith was a top dog, bro. Back in 2016, 2017, 2015, those were some real Keith Thurman shit. But he got weird, fell off a little bit. But I would like to see Boots versus Keith, or even man, like even see Keith versus Ortiz. That would be fun too, man. Like I gotta see what Oscar De La Hoya is gonna do with Victor, uh, you know, Ortiz. So I mean. No shit, but Oscar Del Hoya, motherfucker, holding all the cards. But I thought it was a great fight. I thought Ortiz showed out. We do got to end up wrapping up here. I mean, stay tuned because the next Ortiz fight, he's saying he wants to get back in the ring as soon as possible. I mean, makes sense. You were off for such a long time. So Virgil Ortiz gets the ninth round KO. He looks just as good. And hopefully we get the Ugas Ortiz, uh, Ortiz Thurman fight. One of those for Ortiz. We want to see him really fight a higher caliber 147er to really give him that top four, top. I mean, he's top four in my opinion, but to give him that into that real combo with boots, we got to see him fight one real, real contender. Um, anything else you want to throw on before we dip out? Ah uh, man, them boys are up next to take over that 147 division. The boys are going to be prime seats to be on the crown of 147 once Crawford and Spence moves on. And shit, he put on a good performance, man. Nah, facts. And it, it'd be a great fight. And then shit, we only got nothing else but better fight for 147. Because who knows? Maybe Josh Taylor moves up eventually. Like, we've got like 147 is only going to get more lit. But Ryan Garcia, man. Ryan Garcia, shit. Xander, Xander Zayas is coming up the 147s right now. Whew. Stay tuned, though, because we also got Teofimo's return fight. We're going to break down for everybody coming this week. We're going to have Cheeto Vera versus Dominic Cruz UFC fights this week. And shit, we may talk a little bit of Tyson Fury Chisora. We may talk a little bit of Spence and Crawford. Who knows? It's going to be a busy week. But in case y'all didn't know about this, now y'all do know. And that's been Totally Blitz Podcast, motherfuckers. Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. Higher than I ever been I got a problem with